Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Tuesday, April 11th, 2023. And no trends journal this week. We take care for the Easter holiday, and it'll be coming out next Tuesday. And of course, it'll be a bigger magazine because we still will put in all that happened when we didn't publish this week. So tonight's a trends in the news. That's what you get. And remember, the trend is your friend. Nowhere, anyplace, anyhow, do you get a Trends Journal magazine with in-depth socioeconomic and geopolitical trends analysis and trend forecasts than you get in the Trends Journal. And the media is not giving you anything. And all they do is keep firing what they call journalists and the papers get smaller and smaller and smaller. You know, there's um, these articles I just had over here. I'm going to find this thing about um, the ratings of the. Um, here it is. Ready? Wall Street Journal. Cable news ratings soar amid Trump arraignment. What the fuck do I care? I mean, yeah, is it a big deal? Yeah, it's a big deal. But how does that help me economically? How does it help me improve my life? What is that doing for me? It's a freak show. And it's, it's all it is. And again, as much as I can't stand Trump, to me, this is total bullshit what they're doing to him. And if they're going to bring him up on charges, how about the murderous bastards like Bush, Clinton, and Obama? And there were wars that killed millions. So we won't bring that up. So anyway, that's the news. That's what you're getting. So we're giving you what nobody else is giving you. So now let's go on to the um, economic front. Today, the markets well, they were flat, you know, a little up, little down. Because tomorrow is the big day. Tomorrow is the big day. What will be the inflation numbers? And that's going to mean a lot. If inflation is lower, that means it may lower interest rates. If inflation goes up, they will raise interest rates when they meet on May 3rd. They raise interest rates even 25 basis points. This brings the economy down deep. It'll bring gold prices down also. And gold is again, it's over 2000 if they don't raise interest rates on May 3rd, this is the beginning of, you look at the cover of your Trends Journal magazine, the death of the dollar. That's right. The dollar is only strong because of high interest rates. When they start lowering interest rates, this dollar goes down and gold prices go up. People ask me, what should I do? The motto of the Trends Journal magazine is think for yourself. We give you the trends analysis, the trend forecasts, and where it's going, but you decide what to do. We don't give financial advice. We have no advertisers. It's only subscription-based. For the grand total of $2.86 a week, less than a shitty cup of coffee at one of these crap joints. that they, I love these guys there, and women there. Barristers. What do you have, barrister? When I was a young guy, I used to work in a soda fountain. They used to call me, they used to call us soda jerks. 
These are, these are coffee jerks. Oh, no, they're barristers. Make them feel good, pay them nothing, and have no future but work for the bigs. Anyway, and talking about gold, you don't have to believe me. We've only said this. We call the, again, there's, we have comments at the end of this broadcast by people like uh, Robert Kiyosaki, Gary Null, um, Eric King, King World News. And we call the bottom of gold. He says it right there in September. And now we're saying gold is golden. And again, you ready? Kitco News. Today. China's appetite for gold remains insatiable as the latest data from People's Bank of China brought 18 tons of gold last month. China's gold shopping spree hit its fifth consecutive month. And again, as we reported, central banksters bought more gold last year at a historic level. So that tells you where it's going. All right. U.S. companies face biggest decline in profits since COVID shutdown. Well, that's only according to the Financial Times. Now, if they raise interest rates, you think these profits are going to go down even more? But at the end of the year, they're going to lower them, no matter what, because they always do this in preparation for the 2020, for the uh, presidential elections. Who's ever in power is running the game. So that's the deal. Corporate America is facing its sharpest drop in profits since the early stages of the coronavirus pandemic. Not a pandemic, not a pandemic. It was a politically science-driven fear and hysteria event. The facts, just the facts. 6,882,000 deaths worldwide out of 8 billion people. That equals 0.09%. That's right. Which means that 99.1% of the people didn't die from this. And then again, when you look at the data, according to the CDC, people had, I think it's 2.3 or 2.6 pre-existing comorbidities, obesity, type 2 diabetics, and respiratory ailments being the, the major ones. And of the 1 to 17-year-olds in the United States that got hospitalized, according to the CDC, of which under 2,000 in three years died, 61% uh, were obese that were hospitalized. In the United States, you know, you got 332 million people, 1.4 million COVID deaths. That left only 99.67% of the people alive. Well, 0.33% dead. That's nothing. So when they write this stuff about how they write it, corporate America is facing its sharpest drop in profits since the early stages of the coronavirus pandemic, according to Wall Street forecast. No, no, not the pandemic, the lockdowns. Based on total political science. Stand six feet apart, the wind only blows in straight direction to six feet. When you walk in a restaurant, put the mask on. When you sit down, you can take it off because COVID doesn't go down to the table. And when you're in an airplane, you got to wear a mask. But when you're eating and drinking, you take it off because COVID knows when you're eating and drinking. 
It doesn't bother you, even though you're sitting around all those other people. There's the craziness. So when you're talking about the corporate decline in profits, this is just the beginning. It's going to be a lot worse. Huh. Ready? Wall Street Journal. That was the Financial Times. Stocks haven't looked this ugly in years. That's right. And they go on to say why. All old news for Trends Journal subscribers. And what's one of your top trends for 2023 that we've been talking about for three years and said this is the year it will be recognized? It's right there in your Trends Journal. Office building bust. That's right. Only been saying it for three years, and now it's the news. You ready? Morgan Stanley issues apocalyptic real estate warning. Oh, wow. Well, how about this one? Wall Street Journal. Office vacancies, high rates, press property bonds. Ooh. Oh, oh. Bloomberg. A $1.5 trillion wall of debt is looming for U.S. commercial properties. Wow. Rising interest rates and worries about defaults. I've already heard commercial. Let me see. Where is this here? Uh, commercial debt. Um, sales of the securities without government backing fell 80% in the first quarter. These are commercial-backed, commercial mortgage-backed securities, CMBS. Right? Yep. 80%. Oh, don't worry. Everything will be fine. Up. Oh. The COVID, the COVID did is incalculable. The damage is done. Probably more business went out of business. I would, I know they did. Than people died. More lives were ruined financially, mentally, physically, morally, with the COVID war, than kill people. 70% of Americans are feeling financially stressed. New NBC survey finds. Isn't that nice? 70%. Parents are overextending themselves to help their adult children. A new survey found that 7 in 10 parents with adult children made financial sacrifices to help them. I mean, I look at the data here and it's a riot. You know, yeah, that um, the ages of what they're doing, uh, we go, uh, Gen Z respondents believe that the average age people should start paying their own credit card bill is 21. For baby boom is my age, it was 19. For my parents, first of all, there were no credit cards. And number one, they didn't give you a penny. If you couldn't buy it, you couldn't own it. And they have another one here about uh, uh, cars that uh, Generation Z respondents think 
You should be responsible for paying your car insurance starting at 22. Boomers 19. You had to, I had to buy my own car and I had to pay my own insurance. Whole different world. But this shows you how bad it is because we've been writing in the Trends Journal about how many people are now living with their parents, just breaking records. So we you have to put the whole picture together. And that's what we're giving you. Yen falls if the Bank of Japan chief keeps policies ultra loose. They still have negative interest rates. So the banksters are going to do everything they can to keep artificially propping this game up. Oh, I missed this one about the housing. Uh, I put it in the wrong place. CNN headline. American offices are one half empty. That could be the next big risk for banks. No kidding. Blow me away. Would have never known this. Oh, when did they report this? Oh, yesterday, April 10th. A little late on this. This thing is huge. This thing is going to danger ahead. Banking crisis is in front of us. And they're covering it up and they're just repeating it in little pieces. And then on to the international level. You know about those documents that came out, those leaked uh, uh, documents that came out from, they say, the State Department or the Pentagon, Pentagon documents. Leaked documents appear to show NATO special operation forces are in Ukraine. No kidding. Blow me away, would have never known it. We wrote about this, by the way, well over a year ago when Lloyd Austin, the United States Secretary of Defense, admitted that we have American advisors in Ukraine. Yeah, they're helping them with them weapons because these are sophisticated weapons. Yeah. United States is at war with Russia. And so is NATO. And as I keep saying, the economy is going to go down. And when all else fails, they take you to war. They got a long history of doing it. The Guardian reports, quote, one slide suggests that a contingent of uh, 100 special operation personnel from NATO members, France, America, Britain, and Latvia were already in Ukraine. The Intercept reported on October 22nd, excuse me, October 2022, that there were U.S. special operation forces on the ground. And in June 2022, New York Times reported there are a few dozen commandos from Britain, France, Canada, and Lithuania in Ukraine. They're at war. So if leaked documents showed that Russian special operation forces were in Iraq or Afghanistan, that would have been terrible. Oh, my God. All right. Support for Ukraine ebbs among U.S. voters. Public support for Ukraine aid has fallen from 60% last May to 48%. And it's going to go lower and lower and lower. Again, you put the facts together. What I say, 70% of the people are living under financial stress. Oh, yeah. And you want over $115 billion already sent that the United States has already told that they're going to be sending there as the people are suffering 
and the country is rotting in front of us. Now, what else we got here? Oh, yeah, all about Taiwan, China. We're doing special spotlights on China in the uh, Trends Journal. And I caught Son Macron went to China last week. And um, this is the kind of headline in the Financial Times. Macron's Taiwan stance provokes outcry. You know what his stance is? He said that um, Europe should distance itself from brewing tensions between U.S. and China over Taiwan. Why, how dare he say that? I mean, I can't stand the guy, but I agree with him 100%. And he goes on to say that um, <clears throat> diplomats and lawmakers, that's a diplomat, yeah, diplomat, diplo on the mat and get fucked up the ass because you're a scumbag in the political system. That's why they call them diplomats, lawmakers, arrogant fucking pricks, and I can't say the other word, who keep telling us what to do and making laws to rob us of our freedom. Oh, and by the way, we're having a peace and freedom rally. Yep. Make America healthy again. That's going to be the title of it. On May 27th at the Four Corners of Freedom here in Kingston, New York, you'll be hearing more about it. So diplomats and lawmakers in the U.S. and Central Eastern Europe attacked Macron for being soft on China and critical of the U.S. Quote, this is from... Um, Macron, is it in our interest to accelerate on the subject of Taiwan? No. The worst thing would be to think that we Europeans must become followers on a topic and adapt to the American rhythm and China's Chinese overreaction, said Macron. He said it's a trap for Europe. If we got caught up, caught us, caught up, in crisis that are not ours. Okay. Huh. Crisis that's not ours. Oh, you mean like the crisis in Ukraine is in ours? I'm an American. Find Ukraine on the map, everybody in America. What are we doing over there? Oh, and the French? Oh, yeah, French Indochina? Oh, and the French just got out of Mali? What the fuck are we doing over there? You have no business being, you know, people call you an isolation. I'm not an isolationist. I'm not my own business. It's not my business. It's been going on for centuries. And it's not France's business either. It's between Russia and Ukraine. And they've been going back and forth on this for centuries. But it's important because there's a pull away going, and you're going to see more and more of it pulling away from the United States and toward China. Why do you think Macron is saying this? It's the bottom line. How many people does China have? A 1.4 billion. How many people does America have? 330 million. America's going down. China's going up. Who is the French going to sell their products to? That's all this is about. And by the way, the way I look at it, yeah, U.S. uneasiness over Macron's strategic autonomy statement shows Washington's declining ability to maintain hegemony. Oh, who wrote that? Oh, the Chinese, the Global Times. You see where this is going? And that's what we do. We go all over the world and read what everybody is saying. And then the motto of the Trends Journal is think for yourself. We give you the articles, we give you the facts, then we give you our analysis and our forecasts. We don't skew it with bullshit.
So, China countermeasure in gear against Sai McCarthy's sneaky meeting. Again, they're disgusted that the, the president of Taiwan went last week and met with uh, McCarthy, the House Republican leader, minority leader, or a majority leader of the House, rather. So again, I believe personally, China should leave Taiwan the hell alone. You don't need it. Leave the damn place alone. What is it doing to you? You got 1.4 billion people. It was a tiny little island. Call it a day. But who knows? And as I said, when all else fails, they take it to war. Israeli forces launch strikes on Syrian targets. Yep, this was the end of last week. And they keep going on and on and on like that because Netanyahu's in a lot of trouble. Protests going on constantly about his judicial reform acts. When all else fails, they take you to war. And finally, Google drops vaccine requirements to enter buildings. Says world is a very different place. How about Yep. What changed? What changed? No vax, no job, no vax, can't go into the office. What's going on? Now it's done. And a company-wide email sent to employees Tuesday today which is viewed by CNBC, Google VP of Global Security. Whoa, whoa, global security. Whoa, here comes the virus, duck. Stand six year apart, bend over. Global security. Yep. Said vaccines will no longer be required as a condition to enter into our buildings. And then just found out that David Crosby, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young died back in January. You know why? Got COVID, died from COVID. Got the shots. Now let's go back to see how they were scaring everybody. He got the vaccines and he died of COVID. March 4th, 2021, just a little over two years ago. Earlier this week, Dolly Parton tweeted footage of her receiving the coronavirus vaccine shot. Among veteran musicians, it turns out she's far from alone when it comes to getting the jab. More and more classic rockers and country acts are being vaccinated. In addition to Parton, James Taylor, Elton John, Graham Nash, Brian Wilson, Willie Nelson, David Crosby, John Fogarty, Loretta Lynn, he kisses Paul Stanley, on and on. And then we wrote 
back in the Trends Journal, right after that. Once upon a time, not too long ago, artists, creative free thinkers, challenged and protested nearly everything the government imposed upon them. Now, beholden to their corporate masters, inflated with arrogance and ignorant of hard data and scientific facts, today's, quote, artists do everything Big Brother says and attack those who disagree. We went on to say making the headlines, the United States of America, um, anti-Vietnam war rockers sparked protests and boycotted the streaming platform of Spotify that hosts the popular podcast of Joe Rogan because Neil Young, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, they could have <laughs> Joe Rogan or Young, not both, because he didn't support the Vax, Rogan. Neil Young said, um, rocking in the free world, who started the anti-Rogan protest, was quickly supported by Joni Mitchell. And then his former compatriots, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. We will always value alternative points of view, knowingly spreading disinformation during the pandemic has deadly consequences. Crosby, Stills, Nash. There you got it. And you had that guy, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. We cannot just say, I have the right to do X, Y, and Z. When you affect other people, that is when it gets serious. There is a virus here. It kills people. And the only way to prevent it is get vaccinated. Wear masks, social distance, washing your hands before you jerk off. Well, he didn't say that, but a jerk off anyway. All the time. So again, when you were jerking off, you should well, he probably was washing his hands because he said you have to wash them all the time. And not just think about it. Oh, and not just think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom, he said. Screw your freedom. Ta-da. And boy, did they screw our freedom. And they screwed up life. The damage that's done with the COVID war is incalculable. Financially, economically, spiritually, mentally, and physically. Crime on the rise. Mental illness on the rise. Over death, overdosing drugs on the rise. Business bankruptcies on the rise. So we're doing everything we can for freedom, peace, and justice. And this Saturday, I will be in my kind of town. Chicago is my kind of town. So go to the Mises Institute. You see, take human action. And I'll be one of the speakers there. So it'll be um, this Saturday at the um, Double Tree Hotel in Chicago, 300 
East Ohio Street. And I go on around lunchtime. So I hope I don't give people agita while I'm talking. <laughs> so try to make it because it's all about peace and freedom. And we're doing everything we can. And if you want to know what in the world is going on, what's next and what to do, you want the Trends Journal. And simply go to TrendsJournal.com, TrendsJournal.com, the only magazine in the world that gives you history before it happens. Oh, and tomorrow, tomorrow, Salenti and a Judge, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Great man. Nobody knows the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. I'll put them against anybody, anywhere. Then Judge, then Judge Andrew Napolitano. See you then. Get the Trends Journal, the best investment you could make because it's the best investment into your mind and you can change how you look at the world. Over the last 30 years, Joe Solante has been more accurate about predicting what would be happening than anyone else I'm aware of. The Trends Journal is one of the greatest sources of information and it's uh, and it really is. You're predicting these things well ahead of time. I would encourage everyone to go grab the latest copy. Been a Trends a Journal subscriber for 20 years. I just have to commend you. What you guys have put together in your latest Trends Journal there's nothing like this out there. Sir, everything that you predicted about the economy, you were absolutely right. So I, I, I have followed you all this time. So please take a look at the Trends Journal. You correctly forecast that the Fed would hike rates quite aggressively. Correctly said that initially gold and silver would drop as the Fed starts to raise rates to one and a half percent and above. When we spoke last, Bitcoin was around 49,000. You said you expect to drop, and if it drops below 30, 35, then it could really drop. Trends Journal, which I would encourage people to go and check out. It's actually a 200-page document, pure data-driven analysis. Gerald Salenti, the top trends forecaster in the world. Gerald, you had an interesting call back in September of last year. You said gold had bottomed, which is exactly what happened. And here we are, and we're above $1,900. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens at trendsjournal.com.